0: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this episode of the WA GOP Report. My guest today is candidate for State House of Representatives in the 47th Legislative District, Carmen Gores. Carmen, welcome to the show. Thank
1: you, Caleb. It's nice to be here.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you. We're so excited about your campaign. If you could just start, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your background, and what's led you to this point.
1: Well, uh, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, and a commercial banker by trade. But we were a military family at one point in time, and we decided to sell here in South King County to raise our children and uh, for all the opportunities. And over the years as a commercial banker working with business owners, I've seen a lot of shifts and changes that have made it difficult and reduced access to opportunities. So for example, you know, as I volunteer, you know, whether I was a basketball coach or a dance coach or a room mom, um, whether I'm working with the Chamber of Commerce and uh, on business priorities, Everyone's struggling to understand the rhythm of the government that we have today, and it's becoming very intrusive and and overarching the last two years specifically, which has brought me to the point of saying, "What can I do?" And so, uh, we're always looking to be a service to our community, and you know, here I am today doing that.
0: That's awesome, and you've you've received many awards uh, for your community service involvement, correct? I think you got a key to the city or something like that.
1: <laughs> the Martin Luther King. Um, community service award uh in 20 in 2022 2021 excuse me um for all my activities and services uh yes it was very unexpected i was very honored to receive it and it really reflects what my my grandmother used to always tell us which is be of service there was no being bored in our household <laughs> as a grandchildren so you were to be of service and you look for ways to be of service and be a blessing to others and so it was acknowledged last year and um very grateful and and uh rewarding.
0: Yeah, that's a great acknowledgement. So, uh, as somebody that's been passionate about serving your community and working in your community, kind of what led you to make the decision this year to jump in and and run for state legislature?
1: Well, when we hit, um, I believe, the 14th month of our two-week shutdown, it was, what can we do? And I was looking for a candidate to start early to support. And a lot of my friends kept reporting, like, why are you looking not in the mirror? And over the years, it's like, well, because I'm a support person. I'm here to support business. I I support the youth. I support organizations. I serve on boards. I do all the the hands-on work. And I never saw myself as a candidate. Well, League of Our Own popped up, and someone says, they can help you. They can walk you through the process. Um, I still manage my own household, you know, my home. And so how do you manage all those things at one time and keep it all together? Well League of Own really walked me through and gave me a, a primary coach I'm a former athlete so I love team sports I love coaches um, and so it was really about how do you bring the family together to make this happen and my family from my grandchildren to my mother jumped on board with ways to make it happen for our family. my husband who's in uh, in construction he's doing all the cooking and grocery shopping wow. we've been married a long time I didn't know he had those skills <laughs> you know. Um, even though my mother's uh, of older age, uh, she will drive me uh, for doorbelling. So she may not go door to door, but she's with me out there, so there's at least two of us. Everyone's doing their part. My grandchildren, uh, they'll donate hugs on a regular basis to make sure grandma has the strength and energy to keep going. You know, and it's, it's been a community effort, and that's what it really requires. And I'm surprised and amazed. Right now, we've, we've raised just over $50,000 from wow. 140, 150, I believe, donors thus far. So it's, and these are people that I've known for a long time and now it's people I don't know, but getting out there, there's a lot of support, a lot of encouragement and we're shaking off the apathy. So it's, it's resonating with people and that's what's uh, keeping me going.
0: Yeah, you're off to a terrific start. Campaign's yeah. going strong. As you've, uh, you had a kickoff and as you started doorbelling. What are some of the issues you're hearing that people are concerned about as you're talking to folks, and and the 47th? It's Kent, kind of Covington area, right?
1: Yes, Kent, Covington, Auburn, uh, a tip of Maple Valley, and south end of, of Renton. So we we encompass all of Covington and then four other cities uh, along that line. And I have the endorsements uh, right now for those mayors, and working on the f- working to get to know the fifth the fifth mayor uh, on that side. But um, you know. Not surprisingly, it's public safety, uh, their well-being, their children's well-being. Um, but then secondly, the discourse, the fact that even though parties may not agree, there is very disagreeable and people aren't listening. And having raised four daughters uh, five years from top to bottom, I've been able to thread the needle. No one's uh, lost their life <laughs> coming through. We at one point had two freshmen, a sophomore, and senior in high school and, and you learn how to have difficult conversations, you learn how to listen, you learn how to, be, uh, to disagree without being disagreeable, and you learn how to, being, um, to, offer, you know, to be on the offense without being offensive. And so I'm bringing these skills, you know, I'm bringing skills of being a mother to legislature and we're gonna work some things out. We're gonna have hard conversations and we're gonna make some progress. And that's what voters are really, really wanna see. They want to see us address public safety, address homelessness, address the economy and inflation by working together and not just one party rule.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's very well said. What are some ideas or things you would like to see, assuming you get elected, the legislature accomplish, particularly around public safety or about around affordability and homelessness? Are there just a couple ideas that you have as you've been talking to people of this is kind of how we need to move forward on these issues?
1: Yes. Currently, I'm taking the Kent Community Police Academy, which is a 10-week evening course. The police go through, we've gone through SWAT so far, detectives, internal affairs. Uh, We have more to come. I'm only in week four, (laughs) four of them. But you learn about the the terminology and what things mean and the unintended consequences of certain verbiage. So taking that information and knowledge to help craft better legislation, and almost every law enforcement officer says, yeah, we see why there needs to be some reform. Include us in the conversation to help us Get to the end result that our community communities want from us so that's the first part is working with our law enforcement agencies um, to craft the bills and craft legislation that works for them to do their job within the parameters uh, part of that is, in, is inclusive of the community engagement which they're all for they're all for the transparency of it and help recruiting to make that a reality from from diverse communities the second part on affordability while we talk about homelessness um, and having affordable housing, we need middle market housing. We need housing that people can move into that's not a million-dollar home, but our condos, our starter homes, getting getting those renters to move up, which creates capacity um, beneath that, and the whole ship will rise based on some of those. And it, it may seem a little counterintuitive, um, but that's where the market glut begins to happen. If you want to buy a million-dollar home, great, but most of us are coming in somewhere – way below that in our first or second homes coming through. Um, and then the third, the third part around that is uh, on the inflation, is looking at ways, you know, um, I was asked previously about the repeal of the uh, capital gains tax and how I feel since that's used to fund our roads and fund infrastructure and development. And my response has consistently been, you know, our voters across Washington have said, since I've moved here in early 2000, that they don't want an income tax by any stretch of the imagination, even if it's for a small group, even if it's for this. They said, no, thank you. And it's very difficult for me to say, well, we're going to do it anyway, because we need more funding when we have a surplus of funds. So we need to look back at our priorities and have those, again, critical conversations, difficult conversations, and move ourselves forward accordingly that can then support our economy and everyone moving up.
0: Yeah, those are great answers. I think particularly of people in my demographic and age group with housing is a huge challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just a lack of affordable options. Right. Um, and I think that it would be such a change in Washington state to have elected officials that are actually listening because I feel mm-hmm. like for the last two years, uh, that has just not been the case.
1: Yeah, it's been a little bit of, um, you know, mama knows best and, you know, it's, uh Sometimes you have to listen. You, not you don't. Sometimes you need to listen to their, your constituents. Uh, they know what we what they want for themselves and their families, and we can get there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how can how can people help you get there? Because I think you bring a lot of great ideas, uh, really a solutions oriented, pragmatic approach. What can people do to help make sure you win this year?
1: Well, I, I say be engaged. At whatever level that looks like for you. So for many, it's do- donating funds is very helpful. Early money is always helpful. We're buying signs. I did not realize what printing costs were. I have never printed this much. But there's building signs. So- there's uh, uh, supporting financially. The second part is showing up to knock on doors. I'm meeting my neighbors, and these are neighbors who I've walked, you know, being the pandemic, I've walked so many different neighborhoods just getting out of my own house. that The faces are familiar, but now we're taking our our mask off and we're reengaging and recreating communities. So, feel free to come out, reengage our communities, and uh, one by one we'll make a difference. And the third thing is to shake off the apathy. There's a lot of energy, there's a lot of reasons to be engaged. And every vote matters, and it's important that pe- that citizens remember that every vote matters. Yeah. So please vote. Come, we have a primary in the forty seventh. Uh, so please vote for that. And if you don't have energy in your community, come to the forty seventh. You know, there's always something going on. We are a we're a hoot and a holler and a half in South King County.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's in a, it's in an important congressional district. It's an important. Uh, legislative district where we can flip a Senate seat, and we've got our eyes set on two House seats. Uh, What's your website so people can go and and donate?
1: Oh, I am CarmenGores.org. C-A-R-M-E-N-G-O-E-R-S.
0: Thank you very much. Carmen Gores, thank you for running. Uh, Thank you for putting kind of yourself in the arena to serve your community. We really appreciate it, and thank you for joining us today.
1: Oh, it's been my pleasure, Caleb. Thank you.